everyone. Welcome back to But Why Though the Podcast. This week, we are reviewing Warner Brothers Justice League, the movie that came out on November 17th, and all of its promotion said, you can't save the world alone, unless you're Superman. As always, I'm your host, Kate, and I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. And I'm going to go ahead and throw the reins over to Adrian, because if you've listened to our reviews before, you know I like to go into what color eyes, like, random policeman number two had. So Adrian's going to bring us through this review. Yeah, and we're going to go very methodically, and we're going to go through it. Uh, before we start, do you want to get any of your biases out first? Uh, I do. One, I'm not a fan of the new 52 in general. I like the old ones. I don't like this reboot, so the way they all fit together with the characters, whether it be the anime movies they have with the new 52, I'm not a fan of it per se, even though they're not bad, but I'm not a fan of what they've chosen to do with them. And we probably will talk about this a little later, but I watch all my stuff because we don't have cable TV through streaming services, which means I have limited number of commercials to see, and I felt I saw 40% of this movie already just from all the trailers I've watched. So hey. nothing seemed to be new. <laughs> Welcome to my two-year boycott of trailers. <laughs> Do you remember that time you told Adrian he was the vegan of the movie world by saying he hated yeah. trailers all the time? They literally played like five different trailers during a football mo- they game. They all had different songs. With so different they were music. All different. Yes. And none of the songs were in the movie. Yes. Uh, Kate? Yeah, so for me, I'm also not a huge fan of the New 52, but I do like all the animation. So my bias coming in is I, the animated Justice League, both. Bruce Timms and all the ones that they've done in their so in the solo movie one-offs, they're really close to my heart, and that's kind of what I judge this all against. So that's uh, that that's where I am with my my bias and my judging scale. For me, I'm kind of um, I like DC. I don't hate DC. Um, for the rest of the review, it might come off that we don't like DC at all. That's quite the opposite. Like Justice League, our Justice League. Go if you think we hate DC, go look, go listen to our Justice League animated episode. Um, I love the Justice League themselves. I don't. My only real bias is I hate Superman. Oh like, yeah, I hate Superman with a passion. <laughs> so that's going to come out um, in this review because I hate Superman and the fact that he's such a big part of it makes me hate this movie just a little bit more. Um, I didn't like the Man of Steel movie. I liked parts of suicide squad i hate batman v superman and i thought wonder woman was okay so coming into this i'm kind of like hoping for something to get me going i saw maybe one teaser trailer that's about it for justice leaks i really had no expectations i knew my boy cyborg was in it and that's about all i knew kind of going into the movie itself so as we're going to go through we're going to kind of go through it just kind of uh just run through the plot of the movie as done by like Wikipedia, just real quick, uh, so you can hear what we think about different parts of the movie, and then towards the end, we'll we'll kind of wrap up by talking about you know stuff like that was like a really really big problem for stuff outside of the movie, such as like marketing and um, why Warner Brothers just hates this franchise apparently, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and things like that. So let me get out my notes from uh, <laughs> writing in the draft house. So we kind of like the movie kind of opens up with basically like re it opens up with you mourning Superman again because like we didn't know he died in the first like the movie before this, um, and we kind of start off with like the opening of just like all the characters, 
I think my favorite opening like introduction. I thought the Batman one was kind of lame when they introduced Batman. I thought it was kind of like corny. Uh, I like the Wonder Woman one where she's in the bank. She was great. The Barry Allen one was weird, and then we, you don't really meet Cyborg or um, Aquaman until later when the other characters come in, which is kind of like my first problem with the movie is like the introductions of like how all these characters meet is really, really weak. And that's kind of like the first 30 minutes of the movie. And you're kind of just have to be like, Oh, okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Batman saw all these characters in a video on YouTube in the last movie. <laughs> and I think, So he knows where they're all are. And I think to that point, Adrian, um, the majority of the time that we do get for this build for setting things up is probably with the wrong characters because it's with people that we've already know we've already seen in other movies and that's where they spend the most time like their scenes get the most the most weight <laughs> of being yeah. good intros which is also yeah. funny because uh i basically saw the introductions on the trailers <laughs> from watching so many of them apparently <laughs> like I saw the bank scene in trailers. I saw all the Aquaman introduction in the trailers. Basically, the only one I did not get was B- the Batman per se. But I mean, the Cyborg weight introduction saw that one. The Flash one saw that one. Actually, no, that is incorrect. Not when he meets his dad. But which was really weird. But did you get that when Superman dies and a thief or whoever kicks over a, ba- a box of oranges, this is the darkness in the world? Did you get that in the trailers? I didn't even no, get that I in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so then the plot starts rolling around. Uh, with Superman dead, this kind of like triggers this, uh, basically like the villain in the movie to kind of come back after thousands of years. We get Stephen Wolf coming back to reactivate the Mother Boxes. And for those of you who don't know, Stephen Wolf is homies with Darkseid. And this is basically setting up the next movie with Darkseid in it. Uh, so we first get Stephen Wolf going to Themyscira, um, and that's where we get back to the Amazonians and Queen Hippolyta. Hippolyta. Hippopotamus. Basically, comes in. Stephen Wolf comes in and just wrecks everybody. Like, I, I just feel really bad because like they had some really cool scenes, like when they. Um, through when she like threw like the lasso thing around the thing and like brought it to the horse yeah. and like oh yeah she got it and then she just gets totally wrecked <laughs> by Stephen Wolf in well, the next scene. The thing is, is I think that was one of the few scenes because I mean, we'll we'll talk about it later on. But the CG, I actually thought like going into it, like that scene was nicely done CG wise, and it was a nice progression of like they're literally like they're leapfrogging the mother box over people up to the start of the line. And I thought it was really cool. And it's like one of the few scenes where I'm like, oh, okay, I can get with this. I like this. Scene. I was, yeah, no, I was into it. I was into it. And I thought it was hilarious. Just like they did all that stuff. And they're like, all right, she's on the horse. She's getting away. And, like, and then nope. she just gets wrecked, <laughs> completely wrecked. That was like my favorite uh, part of the movie. Like I felt like if I should have <laughs> left right there, it'd been great. But, and then, uh, but one last thing, and, I don't know if we want to talk about now, but the, it was also, as much as my favorite part, it was almost the most disappointing part because, you know, DC likes to do this dark and do all this stuff, and we like to be, I guess, broody-type movies. And Stephen Wolf, like, takes, must have the dullest axe ever because he hits one of those... Uh, Amazons? Amazons. I keep wanting to say, like, them Therans. But Amazons on the horse. That works. And I was like, at first, I was like, this she's about to get cut in half. This is about to be crazy, awesome. And she gets hit, and there's, like, zero blood through all of this the entire time. And you don't see, like, anybody dying, really, per se, or anything. And I was like, okay. I mean, that was cool and all, but, like, 
that was very kind of a weak, uh, I guess, attack, I thought, per se. <laughs> it was a love tap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I thought, I don't know. It, it was fine, but then we get sky beams, and then I realized that sky beams are going to be in the whole movie. And I guess I should have mentioned that before. I hate the comic book movies keep doing sky beams. I, I don't care if they're like it for every review. Like I don't care if they're teleport things. Like stop doing sky beams. Like let them just I don't know come in like a spaceship or something. Well, I'm, I'm I thought you were gonna start every scene with sky beam happens and then scene. No, yeah, that's literally what, what happens. happens. It was gonna be Adrian in my notes. Yelling. I wrote sky beams in like big letters because I was so upset. We, we we walked out of the review and Matt was like, "How many times do you think Adrian's gonna <laughs> yell sky beam in the review?" We started just counting yeah. the sky beams to make yep. sure, like, okay, oh man, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of Which, sky beams. The sky beams are supposed to be boom tubes, and boom tubes are actually kind of cool, and they don't go into the sky. They're yeah, like that's, awesome like, that's, that's my problem with it. Like, I understand what they are, but they just do them so bad. Like, exactly. why did you make the sky beam? You could have just made it like a portal thing, and it would have been fine. Uh, I have anyway. a theory about that that I'll bring up at the end. <laughs> Uh, anyway, and then we kind of get, like, some background. I don't know, was it before or after? Do we get the, the background before or after this happens? But we get, like, the Wonder Woman going into, like, who Stephanie after. Is. After. Yeah. Yeah, and then we get the back Because after this, you know, they light the fire and basically lit light a monument on fire. And everyone's freaking out about it. And then, you know, Bruce and Wonder Woman meet up. And then Wonder Woman tells them about Stephen Wolf and how he's done this before. And they've... Basically, re like united Olympian gods, Amazons, Atlanteans, humans, lanterns, and green lanterns, um, <laughs> to fight Stephen Wolf in the past, and we really do get this cool like CGI like scene of all these people fighting. Like you, you can tell that there's obviously a lantern in there because he gets wrecked. Uh, there's a Hercules and hold Zeus. on and a well. I don't know who it is. A well done lantern. Like yeah. I'm actually really pissed. Because it, he was really well done, especially compared to that atrocity that DC has in its books. Yeah, I, I, I was I was with it. I thought it was okay. I, it just made me upset that they did, like, the Green Lantern thing, and then they give you, like, the uh, um, Lord of the Rings. And then one was given to the Atlantis. Yes! <laughs> and one was given to these basically one to the god kings women. Of men. And then one went to humans, even though... Green Lanterns, literally the protectors of the universe, were in this fight, but we decided to give a box to the, the humans. And that it always goes well. And it makes wasn't perfect even, sense. And it wasn't even a human lantern. <laughs> I would like to emphasize it was not yeah. a human lantern that was in that was well, in charge of the quadrant. Well, they specifically said that people that from like other parts of the galaxy or yeah. whatever come to help us. Yeah. Yeah. So why, why could, do we keep them here on Earth? Why? Um, <laughs> but then we kind of like get kind of go into getting the band together and. Diana goes with Bruce and attempt to get all the other metahumans. So we, uh, Batman goes after Arthur Curry, aka uh, Aquaman, and we get just eye candy for like fifteen minutes straight of just him with his shirt off. Yep. Um, the girls I was with were like, Ugh, like audibly through the whole thing, which I guess is okay. You know what the best uh, part of that sh- thing was? Is basically gave me hope for 2018 that I can be the sexiest man alive because if Blake Sheldon can win this and none of these people in this movie, I feel like I got a chance. That's I think um, sexiness is subjective, and <laughs> Blake Shelton is sexy to people, <laughs> and Arthur Curry is not the uh, prototypical man. So it's all I know is that body goals. When, when we talk about, I guess, like 
about, I guess, like, reactions to the eye candy, Matt, like, I was like, Matt, he's like, yes, I know, sexiest man alive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then... But it was also weird. Like, I will say, from the female's perspective, like, I loved it. I think Jason Momoa is really hot. Like, I love him. But it was too long and kind of creepy because you don't know, like, are you trying to build up, like, a romance with Batman and him, like, longingly looking to each other in the water? Or, like, what, what are you doing here? Yeah, why did you, like, strip was, all the way down to get, start swimming? You already swim because in then general. You come out, because then you come out of the water fully clothed later. I don't understand this. All right, so, I, I'm convinced it was severely just eye candy yeah. stuff. So I was kind of like, don't look at him, babe. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what a real man looks like. Uh and then Batman goes after Barry Allen, and we kind of meet Barry Allen for, like, the first time on the big screen, which I guess is, I, I don't know how I feel about it, because I really, really like Grant Gustin as the Flash. Um, and Ezra Miller wasn't terrible. I, I will say that. Uh, I thought he was okay. I thought he plays, like, the quippy guy fine. Like, it's better than Batman being quippy, so I'll take him being quippy over Batman being quippy. So, the funny thing is, I actually like The Flash, even though they don't say The Flash, or Ezreal Miller the whole time out of the movie. Probably ends up being, like, probably at least my favorite character out of this, if I have to choose one by default. But, I feel like his story, everything is, like, all the plot about him and the background is totally, like, messed up, and it hurts my yeah. head. So, yeah, it, you you can definitely tell that like the the sequencing of like him going with his dad, you're like okay, well, like if you've never seen anything flash before, you're like okay, well why is his dad in jail? Like why do I care that he's going to talk to him? Why is he such a big influence? You know, where's his mom at? Kind of kind of thing. Uh, and it brings me to another point: is I wish we would I wish we knew the timeline of when he got his powers, because in when uh, Bruce Wayne goes to talk to him. He's like, oh, you know, everyone is just so slow for me and, you know, I can't talk to anybody. But, like, how long have you had your powers? I thought, like, you just got them. So, like, I don't understand why everyone is so slow for you if you are just got your powers. And why do you have, like, this space suot, basically a space suit ship thing? <laughs> Which, by the way... They just need to do separate movies. Just so, give me separate like, movies, and I would be fine. I would have been able to know all this stuff already. Well, that's what kind of bugged me the most because um, one, he had like probably about twenty grand worth of electronics in his house. Yet he never had a job talking to his dad, or at least a real legitimate job. He has spaceship yeah. material made suit, but you, where are you getting all this money to make this stuff, or even this material? Are you a thief now? And yeah. that bugged me. And why, in all hell, is his lightning blue? I have a very big problem with his lightning being blue. I don't it's like it either, honestly. Because he's because he's Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. yeah, that. that, uh, that <laughs> and then Wonder Woman goes off to he's find not Zoom Victor Adrian, Stone. He's Avatar. <laughs> but really, though, <laughs> technically, um, Wonder Woman goes to find Victor Stone, aka Cyborg, and he's kind of like hiding and being broody and sad. Uh, because he's a cyborg, I guess, and his dad did some stuff to him, but we really don't know anything else about him because either he should have had his own movie as well, or they should have kept his background story in the movie like you showed us in the trailers. Um, so... Which I will point out, too, like, they could have kind of, like, they couldn't have rectified it totally without putting stuff in, but there's that part where Diana's, um, she's looking at a video of him where he's strapped to the table with the different mechanics on him and then it fuzzes out so you don't see anything that happens in that process 
Like you had something there and then you purposefully made it fit, like do that little fuzzy thing. And so yeah. instead of understanding it, you just went with, we're going to do other things. And um, I don't know if this part two, do you want to talk about how they literally in the anime, they actually do that whole thing. They actually add it to the movie. I was going to bring that at the end when okay. I compare them. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to get the yeah. add in stuff. Uh, uh, so basically, like you go through these few scenes, and basically the only one they're able to recruit is Barry Allen. Arthur Curry says no, and Cyborg is like, "No, I'm broody. Leave me alone. Get out of here." Um, so, and then Cyborg only joins the team after his dad gets kidnapped by what are they called? Parademons. Yeah, the Parademons. Bugs. Uh, so, bugs. I was gonna call them bugs. <laughs> Well, somebody does beetles. reach for, for, for bug spray. We'll get, we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then with other Star Lab employees, and Stefan Wolf is looking for the box done by mankind. But who cares? Because then we jump into Stefan Wolf attacking Atlantis. And with a water sky beam. No. Yeah, well, with a water yeah. sky beam. Uh, so they're trying to get the second sky box that the Atlanteans have. So this makes Aquaman go fight. Um which is, like, really weird. I didn't like that sequence at all. Like, I think it's really weird. So, from my, like, I really liked Mira in that sequence. Like, I thought, like, her whole water bending underwater was really well, really cool. But then you realize, so are none of the other Landians going to fight with her? There was one guy there. Were they not protecting <laughs> it? Why is this here? Like Who's Mira? Yeah, who are you, Mira? Is this woman actually important? Yeah. I only know she's Mira because of Thro uh, Warner Brothers' Throne of Atlantis. Go watch it. It's like $2 on Amazon. Yeah, so it's really weird. Um, I think the, the CGI I think the CGI is really bad in this scene, specifically because, one, there's like they have them do air bubbles. Like, why do they need air bubbles if they are Atlanteans? And why does it look like they're actually swimming while they're fighting? Like, yeah. that, That's really for, bad. That was really bad. For all the, all the animated stuff you see... Aquaman in he's fighting like basically like he's on land he's just that good in the water but it makes it seem just really weird and off which he also then, they, they show him having super speed in the water yeah and then they don't utilize that when they're fighting yeah it's yeah because he definitely swims away really fast from a previous scene with Batman when he kind of swims into the water like he's out of there you can only do one uh, thing at a time in the water <laughs> <laughs> and then even though they're Atlanteans they have they hurt him and Mira have like this talk in a like water uh, air bubble water yeah like an air <laughs> like a inside like a tornado thing of like water yeah, and then they just have like a weird yeah vortex <laughs> thanks science Matt uh, they have like a conversation it's really weird because like why are they having this conversation out of water and why do I care like I, I understand why I'm supposed to care about why what they're saying but for someone who's never seen these movies before or like or been really related to anything deep in the comics, how is he supposed to know that there's a rift here and that conversation is supposed to mean like, something for later? all you know later? is that he has a mommy issue, but you don't know exactly where he sits in the lineage of the mommy issue, what was the mommy yeah. issue. Like, are we going to get some Orm and some Do Black we even Manta? know if they're dead? I mean, I think they say they're gone. But she, Well, like, Mira's like, it's now, it, it, now it's your duty, so it, like, implies that she's dead. Yeah. But why? <laughs> if, only, if only we had an Aquaman movie to explain these things. Um, Which I will so say, like... They don't even say where Mira fits into this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you don't know where she... But I will say this. I actually think that Momoa and Mira could do an, an 
could do an Aquaman movie. Like, I, I'm intrigued by their characters, by their character design, and all of that. But I know nothing. Uh, I'm not excited because of the CGI water stuff I just saw yeah. in this movie. Also, like, if it's anything like that, I'm not going to like no, the that. Aquaman that is movie. true. Also, I'm kind of weird. Why does Mira not come with him to fight? Yeah! Sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, why doesn't she? Uh, you're, the, you're asking the wrong person. I have no idea. The world it, is ending, but only you can go. I must stay here and defend. Well, we can't defend anything because we don't have anybody here, and we don't have the box anymore, and there's really no reason to defend anything. Which is, like, extremely frustrating for me. Like, and this is totally just coming from my background knowledge, is because Mira is, like, a really freaking fierce warrior. And she totally would have gone with Aquaman to go fight this stuff. Yeah, I know. She's she's ba- she's she's BA for sure. Uh, but you know, people who've never watched this, this stuff don't true. know that. Exactly. Um so after that happens and basically he comes in and wrecks more people and steals another box without much trouble at all. Uh, the team gets intel from Commissioner Gordon, which I hate that Joe J. Majanison is Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like my, my characters crossing over. It's really, really weird Talking to about me. Jonah Jameson? Yeah. Yeah. That's his name, right? No. Yeah, J. Jonah Jameson from the original Spider-Man. Yeah, that's his is name. Commissioner Gordon now. I don't You're like saying it. saying that he, that is I don't he recognize is. him as Commissioner Jordan, or Gordon. Oh, He's okay. just literally Jonah Jameson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't like it at all. It's really weird for me. Um, I would have liked another actor there. Uh, but basically, he kind of just does some exposition, story, plot, moving forward thing about go travel underground and uh, fight Stephen Wolf to get to protect like the third thing because for whatever reason even though this happened thousands of years ago the other box is in gotham harbor for some reason um Which actually doesn't make sense when you think of when the timeline fits because they actually bury the box and then if you know anything about the way the earth does and stuff that grows and sediment layers that box would be very deep by now so how they found it is actually intriguing science with yep. that <laughs> <laughs> basically uh but it does set off some cool fight scenes and some cool um you know are the team like the team kind of together without like aquaman basically and there's some fighting scenes going on there um i'm okay with a lot of it i liked the slow-mo uh slow-mo flash thing like where he taps the sword at wonder woman that was i thought cool. that was cool uh the I didn't bring a sword from Batman Ugh. is absolutely terrible. I, I rolled so hard at that. So um, did Batman forget how to fight? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like this is like the first thing where I'm like, why is Batman like, why does he need this thing? Yeah. Because like, like when you, if you think ba- as terrible as Batman versus Superman was, Batfleck was actually pretty damn good in that movie when he, when he has his fight scenes and he goes yeah. from being capable to just like, not. I can't do anything. Yeah, because he's in a machine for yeah. almost the entire movie. He does absolutely nothing. And then, oh, sorry. No, go for it. Yeah, no, I was saying, and then on top of that, person, and this is, again, from background knowledge, having seen where Wonder Woman fights these parademons, she is not taking care of them as easily as, as she should. At all. At all. And it is frustrating. Yeah, if you see her fight any of the others in the background information, she just tears through parademons. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was uh, really frustrating. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about this now, or maybe later if we go into other characters. Fla- the slow-mo flash thing I like, but does he not know how to run properly? He does kind of run weird, right? He runs totally... Actually, anything that comes to my mind, I can't, probably can't say on this podcast, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he runs weird. I, I noticed that too. I, like I didn't. He, I didn't write it down, but he definitely because I, I I did I did like look over to my friend who I was watching it with. I was like, why is he running so? Weird? So as a person who runs all the what's time his, and runs like miles and miles and miles, that is probably one of the worst forms I've ever seen, and it makes no sense. Yeah, like I did. The it same hurts thing. my head because I run so much and I see this, and I'm like, he's supposed to be moving super fast, and you can't even get decent form I, in slow mo. I said the exact. I did the exact same thing that you did, Adrian. The moment the movie ended, because it uh, it ends with one of those credit scenes, I turned to Matt. I was like, wait. I know I have bad form, but that's like really bad form, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I thought I thought the exact same thing. I'm right there with you. It's something that I haven't seen in like the critiques of the movie, like looking at reviews and stuff. But he really does run terribly. Anybody that's a runner uh, probably should be ashamed of watching that. Also, or in, offended. In, insert Phoebe from Friends running, and that's kind of how I felt. <laughs> Yeah, and they also do kind of set up like 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 you meant like what we were talking about before, before Matt. You kind of set up this like he's never been in a real fight before, so he's like, well, you know what to do once you say one one person, which kind of like the next scene is like my one of my biggest problems with this movie. Um, so like they're they're doing the fighting. Another problem I have with this is that Cyborg like just hacks into Batman's stuff a lot of, a lot of the times in the movie, and this is the first time he does it. And, like, that's supposed to make Cyborg cool that he can kind of, like, hack into stuff. Hackerman. And they don't really, like, let him use his big-ass cannon exactly. until, like, the end of the movie. Or, like, and it's, his it, ability to be an actual athlete and, it, and fly. He was an athlete? And what? do all kinds of stuff. He was an athlete? That's really? background information, Adrian. Where, where'd you get that from? <laughs> the trailer that had him <laughs> running a football. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, I also want to say, too, so there are two things. One, I, I I agree with you. I have a hard time with him hacking because it's not – because they mention it that he has a genius level IQ, but he never actually uses it because all the scenes where they have him doing hacking or anything, it is literally just him using the alien tech, what, what we assume is the alien tech, because we have to yeah. assume that the mother box created him from all this background knowledge that we have from stuff that was cut. And it doesn't actually show him being smart or being athletic at all, it shows him relying heavily on the alien tech. It doesn't even yeah. really, he doesn't even seem like he actually, at least from the background knowledge of what I've seen in other things, he doesn't even like, like in the other stuff, he wants to like actually fight and do good. And this one just seems yeah. like, I'm here, I guess I can help you. Yeah, I and guess I, think, I have to, my dad. He's real broody. Yeah, and I think on sure. the other thing too, like with this scene, because I actually think it, it's probably one of the better fight, fight sequences in the movie overall, but the lead up where Steppenwolf is holding up the people it's like you can tell that this person is being held up by a harness and that this is just CGI because of the way their clothes fall and how awkward they look with Steppenwolf holding him. And it was really jarring. Like it was not well done. It is. Yeah, Steppenwolf is weird. CGI. Like, I don't even know. To be honest, I don't even know. Is like he even motion captured because he looks legit just like a CGI person. I have no. I from don't. Stuff that I've read on it i don't think he is actually a fully motion captured person i think it's just face and the rest is animated i could be wrong yeah, so terrible. like at me and let me know i'm sure you'll at me for other things this episode but get andy circus yes uh, that's what i was thinking <laughs> so um so they're doing like again they're doing this like underground in the harbor so of course um water pressure builds up and something breaks and water starts to flood and then aquaman comes to save everybody uh, basically holding out the water and then... With the trident you know, the that team. he magically knows how to use. And that just magically just shows up. 
in the movie. Uh, so, and then Victor Stone, <laughs> Cyborg gets the last mother box, which was hidden. So they get it and they're uh, analyzing it. And then Batman has a Age of Ultron moment and was like, well, let's just use this thing to resurrect Superman. And then him and Wonder Woman get into like this verbal just disagreement that when I was watching, I, w- I wrote down Batman versus Wonder Woman. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> because Batman said one thing and the Wonder Woman just turns into this just asshole, just your dead parents, you suck. Kind of like, yeah, it was just really, really weird. I guess like later they kind of like explain Batman trying to like, you know, push her to be a leader and all this but stuff. It's still, it's, it's but they made so Batman look like an asshole. But like he said one thing. Wonder Woman said some messed up stuff. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Repeatedly. And the, wor- and the worst thing that he says is uh, is about Steve Trevor, which I actually thought was a really good line. Like, did you do yeah, that I was with like, Steve oh. Trevor? Or like, did you do that with Steve? And I was like, oh, that was so good. Great comeback, Batfleck. And then like, it was totally spurred by her. Like, it was, it was just... Yeah, and then she kind of just, like, lays into him, and it's really weird. And it kind of just makes him look like a, a jerk, and Batman just kind of takes it, which I don't like. Like, Yeah, no, Batman would not on, take Batman. it. That's not Batman. That's just well, Bruce Wayne. Well, this is the thing. Like, Wonder Woman, <laughs> like, Wonder Woman would And not... why do they all know that he's Batman? Yes, like, Bruce that's Wayne. That, trust me, that is one of the biggest things I hate about this. Batman never shows who he is in this whole movie. Why he's Bruce, Bruce Wayne more than Batman. And not even, like, um, the cool, like, Nolan way. Like, it's yeah. just bad. Why do you introduce yourself to The Flash as Bruce Wayne? Or even Arthur Curry as Bruce Wayne? You know what it was? It kind of felt... And, and, and I say this because... Up until and this everyone point, figured it out super fast, yes. right? Like, you just like a bat. Like, everyone figured it out super quick, and it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry to jump back. But also, not only is he Bruce Wayne this entire time, but he's not a smart Bruce Wayne. Like, at all. And that yeah. bugs me. Because Bruce Wayne is smart. And mm-hmm. his entire interaction earlier with Aquaman, where he doesn't realize that that's actually the Atlantean that he's looking for until he sees it on the wall. I'm like, really? He's a giant yeah. of a man stranded by a whole bunch of tiny men. This isn't out of place at all. You didn't see the YouTube video of how you got there in the first place? It was... Uh, <laughs> let, like, you literally, he literally saw his face in the YouTube video. In the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally saw his face. Um, but anyway, so Cyborg does some more, like, expedition plot moving along stuff by saying, you know, what they can do with the Mother Box, and they have that wonderful idea. Um, Wonder Woman and Aquaman are hesitant about the idea, but they're, they form a contingency plan if Superman goes crazy, which is the big guns, uh, which we'll talk about. Um, so... They basically go exhume Superman's body, uh, Cyborg and the Flash. And to be honest, I like the dynamic with those two. Like in that little scene, they do have good kind of back and forth. It does remind me a little bit of like Beast Boy, Cyborg kind of from the Teen Titans animated. What? Cyborg was uh, on a different team? <laughs> That's heresy. That's been written out. Uh, and it, it, they do have some good lines there. I, I do like. Like, they're back and forth. I don't like that they are able just to go into a cemetery that has an alien in it, and they're just able to dig it up with no problems. There's no security there to protect the body of, like, Earth's hero. Also, I don't understand that at all. why did they want to take their time again to do this if the Earth is counting on this? 
Because like, it's he disrespectful. Wanna, he didn't want to disrespect disrespect cyborg and then they had the awkward you know racial bump thing you know I, I, I thought, you know how it like, goes so like, this is the other thing and this is weird like it's it, it was totally a choice i haven't read new 52 flash but just from what i've seen in the animation for new 52 why did they choose to make him? and it's not said that he's neurotypical or or anything but they they chose to do him in a very like almost like a sheldon way for the most part, and it, it was really yeah. weird, and I don't understand it. Not that you can't have neurotypical characters, but it was it was weird. I think Sheldon would take offense to that because, as much as they try to do that, he doesn't seem to be that smart. Well, I just mean so far as like the awkwardness and social situations. Well, no, stuff. but I mean he seemed for a person who made a suit out of spaceship material. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah. He can't tell what direction he's going. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll get there. Um, so basically, they get up, they do Clark Kent's body, they get him, and they go place him in a Kryptonian ship along with the mother box because that still is around and hasn't been taken by the government or any other science people because they just kind of find the Kryptonian ship again. Uh, and they put him next to the mother box, and then Barry Allen does his super fast lightning thing. I thought was pretty cool. I, you know, but it was blue. I'm all right with it. It's lightning. It's, it's okay. It's supposed to be speed uh, force, not lightning. <laughs> that's also true, yeah, because speed force. Uh, so they resurrect Superman, and Superman goes ham. He just starts wrecking people, just dumpsters on the entire team because his memories aren't formed back yet. Um, Did you like which... the half-water sky beam when Superman is rezzed? Yes, there is another <sighs> sky beam in this one. Yeah, another sky beam there. Um I, I guess I'm okay with Superman wrecking everybody because they just have established that he is just ridiculously strong. Um, the new 52 Superman isn't, you know, I don't think the new 52 Superman is as strong as this. He's not. The whole reason, he's not. The whole reason they did that was to, like, dumb Superman's powers down to not be just ridiculous, well, ridiculous, not, ridiculous. Not, like, not only that, I really, this is the scene where I really freaking, well, granted, you have a whole bunch of butt shots up to this point with Gal Gadot, but, like, Hey, man, if you get 15 minutes of Jason Momoa, I get butt shots. I literally wrote Wonder Woman ass, ass, ass on my paper because they showed like seven butt shots but in a row. But she's so skinny. Hey, you can't dictate what I find attractive. <laughs> Thank you. I, I think Blake Johnson's very attractive. But, 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 I, but I can dictate what looks like they can actually fight Superman and who should be able to wreck Superman. Even if you remove my problems with her, with her physicality, which I, I've mentioned before, and I, I think she's way she lost a lot of weight compared from wonder woman to this but if even if i just remove that i have a really big problem with how she fights superman because and i guess this is like i said i'm just basing this on all the stuff that i've seen wonder woman in prior animation wise and, and even in comics she holds her freaking own easily mm-hmm and yeah. that it like they nerd no, so so everybody. Do, so do most of these characters like you know um uh, you know, the Flash is substantially faster than yeah. Superman. Well, I'm saying like but, she's like physically like her and Superman yeah. do get into one on ones a lot, and she holds her own easily. And she's the only one. Yeah, the only and, one. I mean, I can, I can, I can like make like there are you know for so we'll start with like with the Flash because that's the big one because he kind of like he's fighting and then he's going doing like his slow mo and then Superman sees him and he's like oh what is this that was actually which i can understand cool. i actually like that part that's like, pretty cool it's cool but i'm like freaking out in my head because i'm like 
every comic, everywhere, every cartoon, every everything, the Flash is faster than Superman. Yes. Everybody knows this. Yeah, that is true. So, is that bad form? But then you kind of go back to like. <laughs> but then you kind of go back to like the Flash being new at stuff, and like I guess that's the excuse that people are using. But I think it's we... stupid. It's dumb. I don't like it. And then when he's fighting Wonder like, Woman, well, he said we'll get to it later. Okay. Sorry. And he's fighting Wonder Woman, and. I don't, because, like, we've never seen, like, those two fight before in this continuity. And she's like, don't make me do this. Like, she thinks that she's going to go dumpster on Superman. And she gets a nice headbutt in. That's it. She just gets wrecked. That's it. That's it. She's one headbutt. Like, Diana should be able, especially New 52 Godblood Diana, should be able to act like she's in a dumpster on on him and then maybe not dumpster on him, but at least not get smashed into the floor and made irrelevant. The only yeah. counter-argument I, I have to that is he's basically, during this time, he is in straight rage and doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, that's kind of only- like unbridled kind yeah. of Superman thing. Yeah. But we also have seen one Wonder Woman kill a god. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. We've also seen Wonder Woman, you know, fight uh, Doomsday. Doomsday. You know, and hold her own fairly well against Doomsday. She so, held and, her own, like, almost the, like, other than Superman coming in with his, like, fucking Martha stick at the end. Like, yeah. she she doesn't yeah, get so, absolutely wrecked. And this is my problem with Superman, because, like, you're just supposed to take at face value, like, he's able to wreck this entire team. But Batman beat Superman in the movie before <laughs> this and almost killed him. But Martha... Uh, but anyway, all Isn't that, that happens. So you can so actually he... start watching the movie. Yes, this is this is where everything picks up. Exposition. Yeah. Ends. Hour and thirty minutes gone. You can start now. <laughs> Exposition ends right here. So and then Batman or Superman finally gains his memories back when he sees Batman, and then they go into this whole exposition kind of callback, kind of like "Do you bleed?" kind of thing. And I don't think that Batman or Superman remembers that Batman saved his mom in the last movie. Um, or basically, you know, made the thing that kills Doomsday or kind of like, you know, did all this stuff. And he's about to kill Superman or she's about to kill Batman. And then he calls in the big guns and Lois goddamn Lane comes out and saves the day. Again. I'm so sick and tired of Lois Lane. So I literally wrote Lois Lane WTF all in caps in the middle of the movie because I was so tilted and just so taken out of the movie. Why by is this she? Part. Ha- why does she get so much screen time in this? We get more about her and like his mom than we even get about like Aquaman. Yeah, give those minutes to or one cyborg. of the other main characters. I, yeah. I don't. I, well, I don't, I mean, which also I will say this: I've had a lot of time to sit on it, and I'm pretty sure they just keep throwing Lois Lane in there because they would have no woman other than Wonder Woman in the film at all and they're just doing it to like service that. That that's yeah. my and Amy Adams is a premier actress and all that stuff. I don't and know I why actually, she's there. I don't well, know why I have, she's and there. see the thing is, is I actually like Amy Adams. I love and Amy I, Adams, and I love Diane Lane. That's but fine in the solo they're not, movie. They're but... not they're not <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like they're not necessary. They don't need to be there. Yeah, my biggest problem like with this scene here um is that it's Martha all that, over again? Yeah, it's basically Martha all over again, and if they are going to go full in on the whole Martha thing, they should have just went full meme and had his mom be the big guns. I w- uh, honestly, this is... I would have thought that would have been better yes. than bringing Lois Lane back into the movie again to save the day, because then we transition into just the worst scene of the entire movie, <laughs> literally the worst scene of the entire movie, of Superman and Lois in Smallville, where she literally calls him Clark. Yep. 
like later on in the movie. Literally calls him Clark in front of cops at the end of the movie. But in this scene, she's like, you smell good. What? Who Who in the world thought that that was a good line to put He's in this movie? He's been dead. He's been dead. And, like, he was, like, laying in Kryptonian soup that also had other dead body. Who had another dead yeah. body and raised a monster. But, yeah, he smells good. And why is his shirt off? Well, eye candy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, you get two eye candies, I get one butt shot of... Uh, of Gal Gadot, so we're even. Uh, but I, I think I just think the whole scene is terrible, and then he gets Matt's favorite part of CGI corn and just Why? fakeness. I've seen so many cornfields. <laughs> you tell me you couldn't find a real cornfield? You had to CGI corn? I, I could go yeah. find a field that looks even decently like corn or something you're growing out here, and I don't have to do anything, and you can't film a... Well, one, I don't know why the scene was in there. That was kind of pointless. But two, you had to CGI all the yeah, corn. Yeah, he had to recover his well, memories. you and... also get, like, the weird Shrek mouth as well. Yeah. Because apparently CGI was also used to CGI out a mustache. Because that was a good yeah. idea. Because you don't... Because even though you're Kryptonian, you don't grow hair when you're dead. I don't understand it. Uh, but anyway, all that's ha- while all that's happening, they forget about the whole reason... This movie is even going forward is because the mother boxes and they just kind of like leave it on a car hood. And then Seven Wolf kind of sky beams in and they're like, oh, well, we kind of messed up there. And he just takes it, takes the thing. He sky beams out again. And then we go into like, I guess, the third act of the movie uh, with Superman basically going They They go to Russia basically to, uh, well, Superman's not there yet. Superman doesn't come till later to come save the day, but. They go to a little village in Russia where Stephen Wolf plans to unite the Mother Boxes once again to basically bring in, you know, the new world and bring so the Dark So why do they spend so stuff. much time on that little Russian family? Like, you already have... I think... I got more on that I Russian main, family than Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, I think the main reason is because there's no subplots in this movie. It's all... Like, the only subplot you get is that uh, Martha lost her house. Like, everything else is just main characters. Yeah. So I guess it's kind of like... Something to ground you as the viewer, I guess. I really don't know. I think it was a way. I honestly think that it was a a really big overcorrection for the darkness that they had in their other movies, and so they had to put in something that would eventually resolve itself as like, "Hey, we didn't kill people this movie." Nobody even believes. Yeah. And the more the more I like the more I'm like reading through Batman this plot synopsis, leaves. the more. The more I feel this is uh, basically Age of Ultron. Yeah. Because uh, they go to a literal village and then they kind of have the big battle there. And maybe that's why they put them in because I guess Age of Ultron doesn't show any little Russian families kind of trying to get away from all the madness, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um, so they fight parademons to reach Stephen Wolf. Well, they do not and... fight really parademons. Batman decides he's going to go suicidal. Oh, yeah, that's true. Which he also kind of, like, bugged me. Away. Like, why did Batman, he has these solo plans without a team, which is fine, but he literally just went suicidal. And, I don't understand. and then they just followed him anyway. Like they like they followed him to go help him also, fight Parademons. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? Wonder Woman would not do that. Wonder Woman would complete the mission because that is more important. No, but they like they basically said that they're like, oh, he doesn't. He he'll last three exactly. minutes. And then Arthur Curry is like, well, we better make him count. Exactly. But then they go help him fight the Parademons. So I don't annoying. understand. And then they're actively say well you can thank her because wonder woman is the person who did it i'm like no that's not how it would actually happen because she would understand the gravity of the situation and say fuck it let's go save the world from steppenwolf 
Yeah, I was. I hate. What, I hate Wonder Woman. This movie. I'm like. I, I hate Batman. This movie because I don't see I he has all these awesome plans and like we already said he pretty much dumbed down like intelligent wise. I just don't ever see him really doing any suicide missions. He always has at least something he has so he can kill Superman. But in this role, he's like, oh, I'll just go suicide. Kamikaze, and yeah. they can. The do- world needs heroes. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> Uh, so while they're doing all this, I guess they distract them enough for Cyborg to come be plot man again and kind of do some tech stuff and be sidelined, even though... We still don't know why he's plot man, exactly. Even though he has a hand cannon that only shows up with Superman, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, so he's trying to separate the boxes, and then Superman comes and arrives, and then Barry Allen is rushing to help evacuate the city, and for whatever reason, Superman's like, I'm just gonna do everything! And then goes to save the people that Barry Allen is going to save. And Barry Allen, at this point in the movie, has been running for like two minutes. <laughs> but Superman's able just to catch up to him super fast. With the house. Why with an apartment the hell building. is that okay? Yeah. And how can anyone who's a fan of these of like these comics be okay with Superman just being that much faster than Barry Allen trying to go save somebody? It's ridiculous. I hate it. So after that happens, he comes back and basically helps Cyborg separate the mother boxes. And then they do some awkward joke dialogue of like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> it really hurt. Like, shut up. Like, you were trying to save the world there. Um, also, I would like to point out, too, that in completion, like, if Barry was the only one doing this, a shit ton of people would have died. Because Superman saves a house or an apartment building. Barry saved the truck yeah. Yeah. of the mysterious Russian family that we're supposed to care about, but apparently nobody else in the village. Yeah. Uh, so they they unite and they all fight Seven Wolf and they do some crazy stuff. No, the funny There's thing is Freeze they fight. actually do not all unite. The Flash actually does not come back. Barry does not actually come back until they're pretty much done. Well, Wonder Woman <laughs> and <laughs> Superman that long unite to, get back. to fight Steppenwolf. <laughs> And he does some freeze breath. But I guess it's okay because, you know, we've never seen freeze breath like in the movie before. But everything like to set up to it, I'm just not down with it. And then Stefan Wolf is afraid. So all the parademons come to attack him. And then they all teleport away in the last sky beam of the movie. Which is also funny because they now care about fear. But before they didn't, they cared about fear in the beginning of the movie. But then they didn't care about fear. Then they do care about fear now. And then somehow they were pretty distracted when the fight was happening anyway, when you would think that, like, they'd be, like... I don't know where they went. I think Batman was messing around with them. No. And why was Steppenwolf afraid anyway? Like, he's literally fought, like... He's a new god. He is a new god. He's fought Green Lanterns. He's fought, you know, gods, Atlanteans, humans all at once. But he gets scared by Superman blowing freeze breath at him, I guess. What makes me Uh, mad is I actually really love the new gods... What are the new gods? It's like Big Barda, Mr. Miracle, like those types of things. The like, point of the matter was they don't oh, actually yeah, that's tell right. us anything yeah. about the new gods. <laughs> but yeah, but see, that's the thing. They, they name drop a whole bunch of stuff. And it, I, I know how people who don't love the X-Men felt while watching Age of Apocalypse now. Yep. And then we get a booyah somewhere in here. And as a avid Cyborg fan, I think it is terrible. Um, it's he doesn't do anything in the movie to deserve a booyah. He doesn't blow anything up. He kind of just stands and puts his hands into stuff the whole movie. So I think it's terrible. Just want to get that out there before. Well, his character doesn't even like have a character development to warrant a booyah. We don't even know why, why he's he a say plot. a booyah. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I don't like it at all. 
so then we kind of get into like the wrapping up the movie that happens really, really fast and really, really quick. So basically, uh, Bruce Wayne's going to rebuild Wayne Manor for like the base of operations. And they talk and him and Diana talk about needing more people on the team. Um, I guess Wonder Woman goes back to being a hero again. Barry Allen gets a job at Central City, so he didn't have the, the job before. Like one of like the most important parts of his character, he doesn't have that until the end you of this movie. You can now movie. pay for all the spacesuit stuff. Yeah, um, we see kind of Cyborg's armor slightly changing and stuff at the end of the movie with he's with his dad because they reunite and they're all cool now. And then uh, Aquaman goes back to Atlantis, and then Clark Kent goes back to being Superman as well as Clark Kent, even though there was an obituary for him in the paper and then Lois Lane literally says like Clark he's Kent. Chris Kent now <laughs> it's just really weird and then we kind of get into the end credit scenes what I think are better than almost the entire movie also true um, yeah because you kind of wrap up my biggest gripe with the Flash of who's going to be faster like the Flash or Superman and if they don't have Flash being faster than Superman after that race, I'm I'm done with all this. This is movies. actually the biggest scene where you can see how bad Barry was. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then in the post credits scene, you have Lex Luthor, who's escaped from Arkham, and he's recruiting Slade Wilson to form. I don't know what they're going to call it. Are they think are they going to call the it the Legion, Legion of, of Doom? Doom? Yeah. I think it's going to be the. Yeah, I, I, think, I think they're going to run with Unjustice League. If I'm if I'm yeah. all, in all honesty. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to call it, but it looks really cool, and that really got me like the hypest out of anything in this, just because Slade they Wilson looks dope. They could have played that on a loop, and I would have been Deathstroke. So. Yeah. Imagine the really cool Manu Bennett costume in Arrow, but that on steroids in a much larger man, and that's Deathstroke, yeah. and it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. And that's the end of the movie. Uh, so we are at about 50 minutes or so. We can kind of run through some really, really big problems you have with the movie. Well, and then we can rate it. Say, and then we can get out of here. first each pick one good thing to say about the movie. Um, I thought the quippy jokes were funny. Because there were legitimate times in this movie where I was laughing very, very hard. Particularly when uh, Martha calls Lois Lane uh, <laughs> thirsty. I thought that was hilarious. The sad part is that, uh, that scene's actually really me. good, but I don't really see the point of that scene in this movie. But yeah, it's actually a good like, scene. <laughs> the movie does have good comedy. Uh, we've talked before. There are some good CGI fight scenes that I really enjoy, like the Themyscira one. Um, the slow motion stuff with Barry Allen is is kind of cool, but it's there's too much CGI, and it kind of takes away from the rest of the movie. They CGI corn. Yeah, and um, I like the Flash. He's okay. I'm kind of not. Yeah, that's kind of it for me. Um, Can you go next? I'm trying to think hard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really like the the mascara fight. Um, The one thing I did like was something I didn't think I would. So um, not necessarily that I liked it, but I was happy that. Because I initially had problems with having skimpy outfits for the Amazons. But the way it pays off in the movie is it's not actual battle armor. So if you haven't seen it because of that, well, like, when you probably don't want to watch it after this review. But that's that's not an issue because it's done as, like, a ceremonial guard. And that was really cool to see them act in that way. Like, it's at an, it, and that, that's the scene where it starts picking up where they start leapfrogging the, the mother box. Um, as you realize, I get Flash... 
and Deathstroke at the end. Yeah, Deathstroke at the end is really cool. I I'm mean, really hyped about that. To yeah, be honest. and then I do agree, Adrian. I do think the humor that they that they use was really well done. I I think that some of the comedic timing, specifically from the Flash, was off. Um, and so that wasn't as great, but I, I did audibly laugh when I was, well, I did laugh out loud while I was watching at some points. Um, but they were all in scenes that you could have taken out of the movie and used to give more character backstory versus having people talk about that backstory. Uh, okay. Um, biggest problems. Wait, Matt. So we talk, I don't even outside get, of what we've on, already talked about. One? Oh, you haven't, oh, you haven't gone yet. <laughs> I thought we were skipping no, you. No, no uh, I was letting Kate go first while I gathered everything. Um, I do agree with the comedy thing, even though, unfortunately, as we all agree with the uh, scenes that were probably not necessary, but they did like that. I actually do really like Ezra Miller as a Flash, even though there's so many problems, but I think his character in general, the way he played it, I thought was pretty good. Um, I don't really know besides that much else, per se. I think overall, when we get to the scoring, I might be the lowest. I really did not like this movie. Yeah, so uh, I guess biggest problems, we can go in the same order. Uh, so biggest problems for me is obviously the CGI and then just the um, the obvious leaving out of story arcs because we know that they cut the movie down a bit. So there's probably a lot more movie here, which I don't like because there was a lot more movie in Batman v Superman and people said that it was better after the um, extended cut. Which is dumb. Just give us, just give us a longer movie. And I feel like that's going to be the same thing for here. Yeah, like basically DLC. Wait for it to come out. Uh, because I love Cyborg. I love the Flash. I love Aquaman. But we didn't get enough of like their background. And they should stop coming out with like these big movies and then coming out with the solo movies because it obviously does not work. Yeah. So as much as I like the Flash. The big he had to eat to me between all the potholes and how they basically made every character completely useless. You could have skipped an hour and thirty minutes just to rest Superman, and then like, oh, we don't need us anymore. Superman, go do everything. They seem pretty useless. Um, the Flash plot holes really bugged me the most. Like, I guess it's just because it didn't make sense to me. Like, I don't know where he got his suit, how he got his suit, where he got the money to pay for the stuff with no job. He apparently can't run. And I want to bring this up now. He says he can't fight or do anything, but literally, if you watch the beginning opening of Suicide Squad, he defeats Captain Boomerang. So apparently he's able to beat somebody that's recruited for Suicide Squad, but he can't save a person. All of a sudden. I don't know where the timeline fits, but obviously... No, no. Yeah, we, that, we, that's, that's the thing, right? We yeah. do, no, we do know where the timeline fits. Well, I know we, we do, but... Yeah, because the end of Suicide Squad is Batman talking to Waller, trying to get the resources together to get this team. So... And also Cyborg. Maybe it's after, and then maybe he's trying to get a bigger team. I don't know. I'm just tired of trying to make excuses. But the Cyborg's uh, also probably it. the other one because I'm not a fan of how they just threw him in the Justice League in the New 52. One of my bigger problems with the New 52. But at least when they do the animated movies, they at least kind of justify him being there and show how he is an integral part of the team and plot in this whole entire story. In this movie, you get none of that. You just know he's there. Apparently, he has tech that you find out is apparently alien now. And he can hack things. That's it. Yeah, I mean, going into my biggest problems, I think one of the largest is not including Cyborg's backstory. Um, and you can say it was because they had short time and everything got cut out. And, it, and ultimately, it is editing. 
But, like, when we finished watching this movie, we came home and we rented Justice League War, which is an hour and 15 minutes and gets all of Cyborg's backstory, including a football game, including his dad and him develop, and you understand the relationship, and his transition into the Cyborg while the Parademons are attacking. So it is different chronologically than it would have been in the Justice League, but it proves that you can get that story in to explain who Cyborg is and why he's important because he's obviously still an important part of what happens in this movie, but we don't know why. And apparently nobody matters but, but Superman, which is my second biggest problem, they nerfed the hell out of every single character that was around Superman and we don't need anybody. We don't need Justice League. We just need Superman. That's it. Yeah, one of the, my favorite comments when I was looking at the uh, the official discussion thread for the movie was um, someone said that his friend described it, uh, the movie, as a Destiny raid in the game Destiny, like where five random people assemble a team, spend five hours looking for a sixth member, finally get the sixth guy, and then they finish the raid in an hour or half an hour. And that's basically like kind of how the movie went. Like they did all this plot stuff. And just like in Batman Superman, the plot wraps up way too quick, and it doesn't have the payoff that I want in my movie. Um, rankings. I just want to ask: Did you what? guys have you you've seen have you seen the two animated movies? Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You disappointed they didn't go dark side with this whole thing. Oh, that was my other thing. Yeah. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they yeah, should've they should have just gone dark side right and away. No lantern. Yeah. Yeah. Those are yeah. yeah. Out of all those, those were two big gripes. Of, I just don't know why they didn't go dark side because they could barely beat. Yeah, they should have just went dark side. This felt like this felt like because because we talked about this before. Like it, this felt like a setup movie for dark side movie. Whereas like when the first Avengers movie came out, it was like no, this is the first Avengers movie. Here is your movie, and all the other stuff will be will come after. This felt just like a big setup movie, which I did not like. Yeah, I think if we if we go into ratings, I'll start like overall for me. The movie is unfinished and underwhelming, and I want more, but not in a good way. I want more so that I can finish the story in my head because it's not actually finished there. Like, it's it's like a rough draft of a paper that my student turned in. I gave them some comments, and then they filled out everything so that it was a cohesive story. You know, it, it's it it should be a final product, and it I'd have to give it a five. Like, it wasn't garbage it wasn't batman v superman which is another reason i've had a hard time looking at reviews as people say it wasn't batman v superman so it was great seven out of ten like no it's a it's a five out of ten for me because it wasn't terrible if you it was on tv i'd probably watch it but i'm not gonna go out of my way and there was just a lot of plot problems narrative problems cgi problems and rushed it was rushed it almost seems to add on to the thing, like you somebody gave you a, a rough draft and you submit it back with the thing. And so what they did was they basically sent you a bunch of links to go look up all the information they want to throw in there. And they sent the rough draft back with the links. <laughs> That's and you accurate. had to go read all the links. So now the whole rough draft would make sense. Accurate. I, I've actually had students do that to me too. So <laughs> Go read and watch all these movies and comics and then come watch this movie. Now you'll understand basically 50% of the characters. All right, Matt. So what's your rating? Four out of ten, if that. <laughs> I think because, I mean, I was excited and I really like this story, the invasion uh, plotline that they do. And I, they did it really well in War of the New 52, which is why I'm like, oh, because I was hesitant, even though I don't like some choices they made. But I actually really like that story and the uh, storyline. And I think they butchered 
the hell out of it, and I don't know why they did. Yeah. And I don't know why they changed so much from at least some of the other, like, I guess the source material where they got all this stuff from. Yeah. Because, I mean, they own all the rights, they know everything. I don't see why they just kind of skipped and tried to do it super fast. That's the other thing I don't understand. Yeah. Um, I'll go... I think I originally said what did I say six yeah, out of ten. I said seven. being generous was a six out of ten. That was when you first. Yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll go. I'll, I'll go five at five, five and a half. Um, just by going back and like talking about all this stuff, I disliked it more than I thought I did. So I'll go five out of ten. Five, five and a half stars out of ten because even though it being better than Batman v Superman isn't shouldn't be an excuse, it is better than Batman v Superman. Not as good as Wonder Woman, so I kind of have to like smush it in the middle a little bit somewhere. Like this is definitely the my least favorite superhero movie of the year for sure. Yep. Like that's that is easy. Um, I'd go back and watch it again for the cool fight scenes, but like Batman and Superman, I don't think I'm gonna go back and ever watch this movie again. Whereas Wonder Woman, I'd go back and watch Wonder Woman again. Uh, so I'll go I'll go five five point five out of ten. There's probably like a seven you know a seven out of ten six out of ten movie in there somewhere. But we just didn't get it, which really, really sucks. See, I think that was funny because kind of like that was kind of like you. And I came out, I was like, "Well, it wasn't bad." But then as I started thinking about the movie, especially when we actually went back and watched like the actual two animated movies for, that this whole storyline based upon, I was like, "Wow, plot hole, plot hole, plot hole, plot hole." Totally no character development, nothing. And then it, my rating just kept going down. It kept actually making me like, "I don't really like this at all." Yeah, and I think overall too, one of the things that. Fr- like I-, I walked out of the movie feeling frustrated. Like I think that was my like I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't angry. I wasn't like blah. I wasn't excited. Like I was frustrated because I think I I agree with you, Adrian. Like there was definitely like a six or a seven movie in there. Like there was a better movie in there. It was just chopped to all hell and rushed so bad. Um, like honestly, like DC and and they did announce that after Aquaman, they're done with the extended universe. They're they're scrapping it after after Aquaman. But they need to hit a hard reboot and understand that they can stop, take a breath, and the reason their competition is doing well is because the competition has taken time to build stuff. Because just yeah, shoving everybody could, in there, it doesn't work. Yeah, if you could you could, you know, say like twenty plus movies over, you know, the last, you know, ten, twelve years is ridiculous, but they it comes it equals out to a cohesive movie that are just better than what we're getting from uh this team up movie and i don't think it's nearly as good as avengers because we don't care enough about the characters yeah and and honestly and you shouldn't have to like have background knowledge of the thing because to be honest you're not making a a billion dollars off of people you know like kate who wrote studies and things (laughs) off of comic books for like for a living like most of these people are coming in with just basic knowledge of these characters and for you to kind of like just expect people to know um cyborg's backstory aquaman's backstory you know half over half of your team's backstory and just be okay with it i think is a slap in the face to uh consumers and i don't i really really don't like it yeah and i think too like that might just be a hubris of them having the material because one of the reasons marvel does and i'll probably cut this out because i probably shouldn't be mentioning marvel and comparing them that much but they with their rewrites they have to make it like they have to make it they have to rewrite things because they don't own things. And so in that rewrite process, they're able to take into consideration the people who are learning this story for the first time. And they can balance both. Whereas I think with DC, there's so much weight 
or with Warner Brothers in particular, because I mean, obviously the DC animated universe does it well, but with Warner Brothers in, in particular, they have these assumptions going in that we can smash everything together, put out the movie, and people will spend money. And I think this is the first one, if we want to go into box office numbers before we wrap, this is the first movie where I think it's proven that their formula doesn't work. Yeah, it's like one of the most expensive movies ever made, and they haven't even broke even yet, I don't think. They might have now, I don't know, but over since last weekend, close. they haven't broke they're even yet. They're not close. I don't think they're even close. Well, it was like two hundred and eighty something million last time I saw. Yeah, and over like a three hundred million dollar budget. So they're close to breaking even on their budget. Like that's about it. Hold on, they, so, so they're hold on. They're almost. At, they've already doubled their number. So I don't understand because I know their opening weekend was reported as ninety four million. So they've made already about ninety four. They've already made about almost two hundred million since then. This is probably because this came. This movie came out a week, like two weeks before. No, it just in in Japan. Oh, okay. Oh, well, so, okay. Okay, so, okay. So you're looking at, okay, 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 okay. okay. at worldwide gross, okay. not domestic That makes gross. more sense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at Okay, that's what gross. threw me off. I was like, how in Other the hell go did see they open in 93 yeah. and then they made 200 million in five okay. days? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I guess, like... It, yeah, no, no, I'm talking about overall, okay. yeah. At the very least, at, like, it, like amongst American consumers, it, it, it made 93 its opening... Or 94 its opening weekend, which is the lowest for all of these. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not it's not good. Not yeah. good at all. So, any final thoughts? Yeah, two two hundred eighty-seven million isn't good when you're paying three hundred million dollars to make your movie. Exactly. Um, which, by comparison, Wonder Woman was one hundred forty-nine spent to make it and four hundred twelve overall. So and that's just domestic. Uh, but yeah, Matt. Final. Oops, sorry. Final thoughts for me, Matt. Um, I think this is basically kind of like it, it was almost Age of Ultron-esque as like. The story just wasn't good enough. The villain wasn't good enough. Um, stuff was kind of rushed, uh, and that's why I think it didn't do well. I think people are just kind of tired of seeing those kind of rushed movies, and that's why it just didn't do well. Like, I want it to be good. This is definitely not a Marvel versus DC bias for me. Like, I want it to be good. I love DC characters. Cyborg is literally one of my favorite characters. He's on my banner on my Twitter. Uh, I love Cyborg, and they just didn't do my they didn't do my boy justice. My man. Yeah, that's all Aquaman was for. <sighs> yeah. My final thought is that the bottom line is apparent because they pretty much watched everything before this and took all the tropes and shoved them into a movie and expected it to be good. And I can understand why people like it, um, you can? It was, I, I can. I think. Like, <laughs> no, okay. that's a legit yeah, question. Yeah, I, I know. I'm sorry. I know. So, like, I, I can understand why you like it on a first watch. Um, go back through and watch it without the hype. The hype. The hype on. Um, it, there's something with seeing characters you haven't seen on screen before on screen, but if you actually start looking at the movie, there's a lot of problems that if you are a fan of these things and if you do love these characters, you should be pretty mad at. Um, which I mean, take it as you will at me all you want at us all you want, but it's, we can like a franchise and demand more from it. And that, that's, that, that's our job to do that. Otherwise we're going to keep getting bad movies. I was going to say, uh, my man, <laughs> um, to everything I could add it or booyah, my man. I'm going to, uh, if, if you do at me with uh trolley or hateness, I will just send you gifts of Martha Stewart. And that is all you will be getting from me. <laughs> um, 
one, I will say one thing I do like about the new 52 that I really hate with them, they made Batman useless. And I don't like what they did in Batman with this movie. And two, this was literally a you PG... Mean that, you huh? mean in the new 52 they made him useless? Or they made no, him, they okay. made him useless in this universe, at least in this movie. Okay, but Compa- in the new 52 the new 52 he's actually pretty good. I mean, not my favorite Batman, yeah. per se, but they actually make him pretty cool. Yeah. But saying that, this movie was a PG movie, and... I kind of want it more from DC. The animated movie could have easily been rated higher, like as in like a PG-13 to even, not really necessarily R, but like there was way more. That movie's almost an R. They're, yeah. The, the blood's just not red, so it's not. Yeah, there's almost, it could be almost R-rated, but this movie literally could have been a PG movie. And I guess I want it more from DC, because if I want, I guess as people say, the darkness and stuff type of movies, I like the way this went, but no. Yeah, if you're going to do it, go for it. Don't give me half and half. Yeah. Go go dark if you're going to go dark. Yeah. But that was... Obviously, we got all the other stuff. Also, I want a lantern. Also, I just... Yeah, I really <laughs> want a lantern as well. Um, Idris Elba, Jon Stewart. May, if there's any lantern but Jon Stewart. Tyrese. No. <laughs> I know he needs the money, but no. <laughs> give me Tyrese. Um, also, I think one of, the, one of the good things that, like... That comes out of double watches. It happened when I watched Wonder Woman. It happened when I saw Guardians again. Like, is you get a new take on it and you get to see it for what it is without the hype. And um, Nico at Brainstormer609, uh, he is an awesome listener for the show. Great Twitter interactions. He actually sent us um, his feelings and they're pretty long, so we won't read them on air. But it was a really good insight to somebody who loved the movie on their first watch and came out happy that his childhood heroes had been on screen. And then when he went to go rewatch it um, with his father, his father was disappointed and watching it that second time, he was actually able to see that difference. And, and now he, he wants more from his universe. Um, also, at, and him being a really big DC fan. Um, so thank you a whole bunch, Nico, for sharing your thoughts with us. Um, we want as much fan interaction. So on that note, if you want to give us more interaction, uh, you can find me at OhMyMythRandier on Twitter and Instagram. Adrian? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at SuperEast93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z, 93. Booyah. Matt? <laughs> uh, you can no booyah at the end. I'm not saying booyah. We're not going to go into all my gripes <laughs> about the new 52. But <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at datm18, D-A-T-T-M-1-8. And uh, my man yeah. to close out the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really, Blake Sheldon? Really? <laughs>